0: Hi, my name is Emily Hilton, and I'm an investment specialist at Fisher-Francis Trees & Watts, the global fixed-income partner of b and Parabot Investment Partners. Thank you for joining us for a brief podcast on short duration, specifically the opportunity set in light of potential interest rate movements, hopefully in the near term, or maybe not in the near term, and also some portfolio construction considerations in today's marketplace. I have with me today Ken O'Donnell, a veteran of both Short Duration in Credit Markets, who's also the head of Short Duration at FFTW. Ken, if okay with you, I'd like to ask a couple questions. Sure. Great. We're now in the beginning of August, and we are moving ever more closely to potential liftoff. In fact, the Atlanta Federal Reserve President, Dennis Lockhart, last night, made some interesting comments about potential liftoffs in September. So I guess the first question for you is, How do we characterize these comments, these types of comments in today's marketplace, and do we have an active Fed?
1: No, it's a very timely question. Um, The Federal Reserve has made it very clear that a tightening of monetary policy is likely before year end and potentially as early as September, uh, one month away. This is a welcome sign for conservative short-duration investors who have endured very low yields for the last seven or eight years. I mean, should investors be concerned about the rising potential for rising interest rates? I think it really depends on how they are currently positioned. There was a tendency for investors to reach for yield in the last several years in an effort to offset declining returns from very low interest rates. Risky assets performed very well as investor demand increased. The risk of a near-term market correction has been a growing concern in the investment community as we reach the end of the interest rate cycle. The unwinding of selective allocations in fixed income spread sectors could be the catalyst for our repricing in the market. At the same time, a normalization of interest rates presents interesting challenges for portfolios with elevated interest rate sensitivity. Investors may be concerned if they have exposure to longer-term fixed rate investments uh, and they've essentially locked in current interest rate levels. These investments will become less attractive in the future as market interest rates increase potentially resulting in a mark-to-market
0: capital loss. Okay, that makes sense to me. So if we think back on your comments, we have an active Fed, and it is likely that in the near term we will have some policy changes, and depending on where you are in the curve or in your portfolio, it can have a larger or potentially smaller difference on a return. So what's the best way for an investor to take advantage of a near-term increase or an uptick in in yield?
1: Again, a very good question. You know, while the direction of interest rates appears to be fairly clear, the path of interest rates remains uncertain. Interest rates are likely to become increasingly volatile in the early stages of monetary policy tightening. In today's market, investors have a variety of solutions to address the challenges associated with these changes in monetary policy. Among the options are money market funds, absolute return products, and multi asset short duration portfolios. These products are generally considered to have a high degree of investment flexibility, which provides the opportunity to invest at attractive yield levels as interest rates normalize. They also have comparatively low levels of interest rate sensitivity or duration, which limit the potential for capital losses associated with rising interest rates. Lastly, regular and frequent maturities allow for reinvestment at rising yields and potentially at wider spreads. So in summary, these defensive strategies tend to be less exposed to market challenges and are more flexible and responsive to market opportunities.
0: I want to pick up on something that you said. You mentioned some of the, the types of short-duration strategies uh, within the marketplace. If we specifically talk about the type of strategies that you're familiar with managing, high-quality, high-quality, um, very much in the short end of the market, what is a typical return objective for this type of portfolio? You know, it's
1: probably best first to define capital preservation because many view capital preservation is earning a positive absolute return. But this definition fails to address the challenge of maintaining the purchasing power of the investment. As you know, inflation erodes purchasing power. That is, that goods and services becoming incrementally more expensive over time, and the primary goal of short-duration investors is keeping pace with inflation. Now, in ordinary times, this goal was commonly achieved. In the last several years, however, keeping pace with realized inflation was much more difficult. The challenges we experienced in short-term markets can be directly, directly attributed to uh, central bank monetary policy. In an effort to stimulate growth, central banks have eased short-term interest rates to unprecedented levels, leaving short-term interest rates anchored to zero policy thresholds. The good news is that this extended period of financial repression, if you will, is coming to an end as the U.S. Federal Reserve prepares markets for a tightening of monetary policy later this year. A normalization of interest rates, even in the early stages, is most welcome to short-duration fixed-income investors who have more to gain from a steady rise in interest rates then they had to lose. This is due to the low level of interest rate sensitivity embedded in these strategies. Short-duration investors have seen returns double since 2013. This trend is likely to continue as interest rates normalize and short-term yields begin to exceed the level of inflation.
0: That's really helpful. So that gives us a context for how short-duration portfolios have returned in a variety of market environments as well as some of the drivers of those returns. So as we sort of maybe tech, take the next step in terms of looking at a short-duration portfolio, you mentioned inflation. We've talked a little bit about spread sectors and obviously interest rates as pertains to the Fed. Can you characterize for me what what's in a short-duration portfolio these days and maybe the relative level of concentration that we might find, more concentrated and less concentrated?
1: Sure. Let's begin with the, constro- the portfolio construction process Uh, which begins with an allocation to government-guaranteed securities and U.S. Treasury and agency securities, for example. These securities form the foundation of the portfolio and are useful for managing interest rate sensitivity, as well as maintaining a high degree of liquidity for potential cash needs. This is often followed by a diversified allocation to major spread sectors, which include supranationals, investment-grade corporate bonds, and securitized notes. The sector allocation strategy generates passive income for the portfolio through yield enhancement, often utilizing a series of near-term ladder securities or maturities, as well as exposures to floating rate notes with little or no interest rate sensitivity. The final stage of the process involves layering a series of tactical and strategic biases relative to the benchmark. This may include directional views on the path of interest rates or the shape of the yield curve in the near term, our goal in the portfolio construction process is to construct a diversified portfolio that is positioned to outperform the passive benchmark over a medium-term investment horizon.
0: Great. Thank you. So let's let's take a quick recap for my last question. We've talked about return objective for these types of short-duration strategies. You just talked about portfolio construction. We've talked about the fact that we have an active Fed, so interest rate movements might be on the near-term horizon. From an investor perspective, and a lot of our investors are institutional investors, how should one think about incorporating short-duration strategies within the context of the overall portfolio?
1: Uh, Very good question. By definition, the short-duration allocation is generally the most conservative investment in an institutional investor's portfolio. The primary goal of this allocation is capital preservation, followed with a secondary focus on return. The allocation to short-term fixed income forms the foundation of their portfolio and is expected to result in a positive and stable return profile over time. Many investors combine a conservative short-duration fixed income strategy with allocations to more aggressive sectors in order to achieve a diversified portfolio. From an asset allocation perspective, the short-duration segment serves multiple purposes. They may include, for example, isolating a portion of the overall portfolio for future planned or strategic purposes, maintaining a relatively safe allocation for unplanned purposes, sort of like an insurance policy or a safety net, if you will, and lastly, managing excess working capital in a corporate environment. Interest rate, yield curve, and sector positioning depends largely on the investment horizon and the investor's sensitivity to market volatility. As such, given broad diverse needs and desires, most institutional investors are best served by solutions that are customized to meet their specific investment profile.
0: It makes complete sense to me, um, and it's something uh, I know you, you do a lot, and you've done for a lot of our clients in terms of customized solutions. So stability return and preservation of capital, as well as finding a short-duration solution, which is really appropriate to your needs, is, is the most appropriate route to go. Absolutely. Ken, thank you very much for your comments um, and your insights into the marketplace, as well as construction of short-duration portfolios. We hope you enjoyed this short podcast on short duration uh, within the current market context, as well as some portfolio construction considerations. We hope that you will stay tuned for our next short-duration podcast with Ken. Thank you.